Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into the vinyl that we've listened to or that we picked up this week, and we uh, and we that leads into the, into the songs of the week. And then we uh, we finish it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us uh, five stars on there. Go do that now, please, while you listen. Uh, all the social media, the handle is at is Asinine Radio. <laughs> we have a Discord server if you want to join that. Hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number if you want to call. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. That phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And uh, the boring intro is done. So let's jump right into our fearless beer review. So what do you got? Uh, I feel like I've I've maybe uh, have done this before, but I got a uh, it's a Modelo, and it's probably done this before. It's one of their it's one of their chiladas, but this one's uh, limon y sal lime and lime and salt, and um, but they I've only seen them in tall cans, but now they're carrying them in twelve ounces, and I'm fucking super excited because this is so delicious. This is good because I, I have had this before. But it's really good beer. But never in the twelve ounce. But it's good because of the the salt. Like you can taste the salt, but it's not like salt water from the ocean. But like you for sure know there's <laughs> salt in there, and it's just like it's just the right amount of salt. A little bit more, and it'd be too salty. But it's right there, and I'm all about it. You should put one of your uh, what what are those those dried up prunes that you eat? All oh, the saladitos. Saladitos, yeah. You should oh, put a saladito that in there. So good. <laughs> that is so disgusting. Whenever oh. I. Whenever I make my margarita mix and I, I pick all the lemons, I, I always pick a little too much just because I want lemons to have for whatever. And I always cut one in half still to this day. And then I, I usually either, if I don't have Saladitos or Lucas, and I'll just get like salt and throw the salt on the ha- on the lemon half and then just like squeeze <laughs> it so the salt absorbs some of the lemon juice and then just lick it. Oh my God, dude. That is one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. <laughs> That's like straight up kidney stones. But you're gonna get a kidney stone, like I don't. A, no, I don't, because I make an active effort. If I do something like that, I, I I drink so much fucking water. Like I'm like that lady that that died in that like water <laughs> gallon drinking the, contest. I drink so much water for the for the Nintendo Wii. Yeah, that's what it was for. <laughs> Remember, she drank like fucking three gallons of water or something like in ten yeah, minutes. Water poisoning. Fucking Never died. thought that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't Shit. think so either. I feel like at some point you would just barf. Like your body's like, no, bro, we're done. We're done. Yeah, you would think so. You would think so. <laughs> yeah, Shit. I don't know. That's what I have. Um, like I said, it's, it's a Modelo, so it's from the Grupo Modelo. Mm-hmm. Our boy Ralph has beer. not has not tried this, or at least has not rated it, True. which is which yes. is surprising. Um, he I has, know, right? he has everything. I even I had this. It's delicious. I feel like his reviews are getting fewer and fewer. I know. Maybe what's just, going on? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. All right, so. Mine is uh, mine's like the complete opposite of yours. I, I have had this one before, um, and it's uh, it's I've been drinking a lot of Stone Brewery beers lately, <laughs> and this one is the uh, it's called Japanese Green Tea IPA, and they originally brewed this back in the early 2010s, and then they discontinued it. It was like a like a limited edition thing, and I had this when I originally had this when I went was in San Diego at the brewery at their tap house, and it was fucking delicious. It was so good. And then they discontinued it, and then they just re-released it again by like popular demand. Like they, they put up a vote on their socials asking what beer should we start brewing again, and this this won because everybody wanted it so bad. Um, it's an imperial IPA, so it's a strong one. It's ten point one percent, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to try this again. It's been probably almost ten years since I had this last, so it's been a long time. What was it again? What did you just say? It's called what? What was the what was the beer? Japanese green tea IPA. That sounds so fucking gross. <laughs> it was really good. It was really good back then. So 
I'm excited to uh, to try this one again. So, you ready to uh, take a sip? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I have the. Not um, even poured yet. Not even ready yet. Well, oh. I, I will say that Raul did not. He has not left a review on my beer as, as well, and I'm surprised. I mean, why not? I just. Why the fuck not? It's local. I needed a. I'm pouring it right now. I, I have a, a metal or an aluminum Coors Light can or glass that I keep in the freezer. Up here. I forgot about it till today. That's what I'm pouring it into. It's gonna be extra cold. Classy, classy, classy. So I, I wanted to uh, just a Raul review. So I just I went into the Grupo Modelo page and then went to Corona. As if Raul has to review Corona, and he did. <laughs> he reviewed Corona. I don't think we'll ever do Corona on the pod, so it's fair that we could probably. I, yeah. I could read you the the review here from 2012. Oof, but he, he gave it a uh, a 1.15 out of 5 And he says out of a bottle at some bunk ass party <laughs> <laughs> But he spelled ass with A-Z-Z as He says you ever have a horse piss in your mouth I haven't but I imagine drinking this snake juice Is what it tastes like <laughs> Man everybody is wrong with this thing How the hell can you expect me to enjoy something That tastes and smells like a skunk's boo-boo Damn, the only way I can wash this gutter drink down is with a hefty dose of lime and salt. And still, I mommy. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done that with more of an accent. No, I don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that? Right. Well, because like, would, would it be like a like a Will Smith in Miami? Like the, I papi. Like that that's, what I was, that's what I thought you were going to do. <laughs> I mommy. That's what I was so- <laughs> Every single review, though, is pretty much the same about how terrible this beer is, but they shoving down or choking down or pushing down five limes to make it just even drinkable. <laughs> it's like, then what, why even drink it? Why just don't drink? You're just eating limes at that point. <laughs> this guy this guy gave it a four out of five and says, if you don't throw a lime in and salt the, salt the rim, you're doing it wrong. And then give you a four out of five. God, what an, it's like a Sloan. It's like a Sloan review right there. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Raul. He's the best, even though Good he didn't Raul. comment on yours. But that's fine. That's okay. All right, you ready to start this? Yeah. Here we go. Wow. Wow. Like, wow, that's probably... But you probably think it's fucking delicious. That is weird. That is weird. Do you Do you like green tea? I do like green tea, yeah. Oh. I do like tea in general. I don't like sweet tea though. Sweet tea is gross. Iced tea, gross. Iced tea is tea, gross. Yeah, I don't like iced tea. No. That's, that's iced tea, sweet dumb, tea, it's gross. But okay. But all right. So so let, let's give our little like review on this, and then we'll uh, we'll rate it with our world famous uh, three point rating system, where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what do you got in your uh, your chilada? This is great. This is a. Uh it really is pretty damn salty. And again, not not like you have a mouthful of ocean water, but it you you can you can taste the salt. You can taste the salt so much you can almost feel the salt. It's almost to the point of being grainy. But uh it's it's delicious. This is so good. I love this. I love this and I'm super glad that it's in 12 ounces now cuz I hate committing to a, a 16 ounce just because yeah. like a 12 ounce can is is just enough to where Anything bigger is going to start to get warm, and especially with the pool weather coming up, and I'm going to be out in the sun. Like, there's no way a 16 ounce can is going to be good the last four ounces. It's going to be disgusting. No. So these, You're these, lucky if you get like four ounces in and it's still cold. Yeah, exactly. So, like, these 12 ounces are, are absolutely perfect. I love it. And the beer's good. It's, it's I mean, I, I think Modelo is a solid beer. Modelo is a solid beer. As far as like the big Mexican beers go, just like yeah. the plain ones. Modelo is probably like the best one. It's better than Dos Equis. It's better than Corona. No. It's better than Victoria. It's better than Soul. Not better than uh, Negra, Negra Modelo. Yeah, but that's oh, no, that not. Modelo. That is Modelo. Yeah, that is Modelo. But mind. that's not like the like, like the normal big yeah, Mexican yeah, yeah. beers. I do. I better think than Tecate. No, oh, yeah. Dos Equis is better, though. Barely. Barely. Dos Equis Amber is better. Yes, for sure. Dos Equis Lager is, too. Dos Equis Lager is trash. It might as well just be dumb. fucking Corona. It is trash. <laughs> I wouldn't even drink it. I'd rather just drink water. I'd, I'd rather just like not drink at all and just be the designated driver. If, the, if we're going to a place that only has Dos Equis, honestly. <laughs> honestly. I mean, that's a, that's a beer I can pound. Like, or smash, as, as Skip would say. Smashable, smashable beer? Smashable beer, yeah. I can, I can smash beer. Corona. I can smash Corona Lights. 
I can't. I, I, you could probably smash um, regular Coronas too. Probably. I've, I, I haven't had a regular Corona many years. We only buy Corona Lights. They're better. <sighs> so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, I wonder, I, I'm kind of curious now how many of these Mexican beers uh, Skip can get in Birmingham in England. That is true. I, I imagine possibly, probably just like Coronas, maybe Tecate or Pacifico. I don't think he. I don't think he gets like Modelo's or. Yeah, I don't think he gets anything like Modelo, which is like that's, that's huge here in California and Arizona. Yeah, like Modelo out here, is like massive. It is huge. People out here, clamor for Modelo, the way they would like Corona in other places. I guess. Yeah, like Modelo's for sure the biggest Mexican beer out here. Bigger <laughs> it's than funny, like. If you if you go like to like a liquor store or Seven Eleven at like twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon, maybe two o'clock in the afternoon, there's always so, at least one guy in there buying a twelve pack of Modelo's. Yeah, like every fucking day. It's so funny. I think it's because it, you think you're fancier buying Modelo's and Yard Corona. Like Corona, it's it's old news. Yeah, it's old news. It's it's too it's too big beer. Whereas Modelo's like the craft beer Mo- drinkers' big beer. Yeah, Mo- Modelo's for the real yits out there. Yeah. Not the posers. Yeah. Even though Modelo's like, for, people buy Modelo's because they're a big poser. <laughs> All right. So, wait, would you, would you give your beer? Would you uh, This is 2.5. This is delicious. Fucking yeah. gross. This is so good. Deserves maybe a one. Ugh. The, maybe a one. Sub one. Sub one. You're, just, you're, you're crazy. You're being crazy right now. I hate gelada. I fucking hate that. It's it's just this is it's not there's no tomato in this there's no clam juice in this this is just lime and salt. Then it's, it's not just, a, it's not chilada then right? This is it just, has to have the tomato juice. Well, the, the chilada this is their their line of of flavored drinks. Oh, okay, so, that, that's probably okay. That's more doable. Yeah, so it's it's just it's just um, like I said, fucking whatever I said. Uh, I don't know what I said. Yeah, salt and lime, salt and lime. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. So you gave yours a two point five. My uh, my Japanese green tea IPA from Stones. This is uh this surprised me. This this really did. I, I it hit me really hard. That that first sip was so strong, and I I didn't like. I wanted to cough a little bit, but I just wasn't expecting it. But then cough. that that initial hit immediately goes away, and it's like it's super smooth. It's almost like ice cream. Like I I can't think of anything else to compare like the taste to it's like a very very subtle ice cream it's weird but it, it and what's even crazier like i said the, the 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 hoppy bite that you initially get goes away so quickly into that smoothness this is good this is good i like i like tea i like warm tea i like iced tea um my sister has now shown me like all these crazy varieties of teas because she's really into tea and she's had me taste flavors that I didn't even know existed, and they're really good. But yeah. I don't like green tea. I don't like green tea. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's too. It's, I think it's just too aggressive. I don't like it. It took me a long time to get into tea, but when I finally did, the one I really like is I, I like black tea. Black tea is that's good stuff right there. Black tea is good, and and it's the only drink that really gives me like a like a rush, like a high, a caffeine high. Like energy drinks, I I could drink a monster. Well, I do drink a monster every day, <laughs> but I I don't feel anything from the monster. But I drink like a like a cup of tea, and I'm fucking wired. Like I'm I I, it's almost like I'm drunk, but I don't know. I can't even explain it. I, tea is the only thing that gives me that kind of high. It's kind of scary. But Weird. Yeah, I don't drink coffee, so maybe if I drink coffee, I'd feel the same way. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, my this uh, this okay. this. Green tea IPA. I'm gonna give this a. I'll give this a 2.5. I'll give it a 2.5. It's not the best, but it's damn damn delicious. Damn delicious. Not smashable, but because it's 10. percent <laughs> But God, that's good. so fucking high. Yeah, it's strong, but it doesn't. It, like I said, it's only that hit that's strong. Everything else is good. Glad they brought it back. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It still sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's fucking good. Woo, good stuff. All right, <laughs> let's move on. To uh, to what we picked up uh, vinyl wise, and that leads into our songs of the week. So, what do you got? Go. I, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't have that much this week. I don't, That's fine. Um, 
I feel like I listened. Maybe I didn't listen to a lot of records this week. What did I do though? I don't know. I don't know. But I only have three things here. Um, first is Alkaline Trio, and their album God Damn It, their first album, God Damn It, God Damn It, 1998. When we did this, uh, the Alkaline Trio on the pod, and we ranked them all. This this ranked the highest for me. This was my favorite by them. And so I saw it. I, th- I think this was like a reissue, but it came in the sleeve. Like it was already opened. It wasn't shrink wrapped. And it was in a plastic outer sleeve. And then there was tape over the top of it. Oh. Which is super weird. And I asked, I asked him, is this, is this like a bootleg? He's like, no, that's just how they, that's how this printing came. I said, that's weird. Because I feel like it would just that's move really around weird. a lot in the packaging. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was weird. But it was like 15 bucks. Well, where'd you get it at? Grace? Yeah. The fuck? They didn't have another copy for me? They had like three copies. I told you about it. And you said you didn't want one. When was this? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't think you did. I, as I'm talking, you can go into our group chat. And I'm, I'm I'm going in right now. I'm good. As I Wait, can, did you put it in the in the studs group chat, the fussy no. studs or our our chat? <laughs> no, just our, our non fussy group chat. <laughs> fussy studs. <laughs> oh, a bunch of whiners. It's funny. Yeah. So uh, th- this was my favorite by them. It's just good, good punk rock. It's got like the love songs here, but they're they're. They're buried so well under just fast and aggressive punk songs. And there's times where like Skeebs is doing his yells and it's just so so pure and it's so it's it's obviously their first records early on, but it just sounds like God, God damn, he used to be so awesome. Like why why do you let Blink One A two tarnish who you are? Because you're so much better than this. <laughs> but it's cool, it's man. True. And it's on this cool like maroon colored variant. Mm-hmm. It's a nice record and it sounds fantastic. I'll take your word for it, but you're right. You you did say something to me. You did text me about it on on April fifteenth. So yeah, yeah, you did. And you said no. You I don't want it. Trash. I did. I don't know why. I don't know why. If if it's there again, I'll take it. He had four. He had four when I bought it. There's one left as of like when I bought the reggae albums. We you say that again. You cut out. There was four when I bought my record, and then when mm. I went to go buy the reg- the reggae albums the other day, there was still one left. But I just noticed it because I was flipping through the punk stuff. But I didn't notice he had one left. Shit. Well, if when you go next next time, okay, they have it. I'll take it. I'll yeah, it's like fifteen it. bucks. It was so cheap. Yeah, dirt cheap. I'll just be- giving it away. Might as well be free. Same thing. <laughs> no difference. I think I, I think I, I just looked. That was my uh, that was my number four when we uh, when we ranked the albums. Hmm. But for sixteen bucks, for a good record. I'll yeah, it's it. good. It's a good record, and they just yeah, don't. It is good. Yeah. They just don't ever slow down. Everything is just super fast. It's just good alkaline trio music. They don't do like a lot of really good stuff as opposed to like my top three, but they got some good stuffs. <laughs> just saying. All right. All right. So what else you got? Uh, the next one I got from local spot uh, Uncle Aldo's Attic from our from our boy uh, Desi over there. And I got Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard so of Oz. Yeah. It was, um, it was like 15 bucks. It wasn't bad. It's an original pressing. you got it. Yeah, it's a good record. You hate, you hate Ozzy. I I mean I don't I don't I don't think he's the greatest. I even hate him actually even more after reading about like this band and this album and everything about like Randy Rhodes because I've always liked Randy Rhodes. Like one of the earliest riffs I learned on the guitar besides a Van Halen riff was Crazy Train. I still know it to this day and I love it. And it's like the more I learn about music, the more I realize how simple that is as far as just doing a scale but making the scale work for you in a way that is arguably the, the most iconic metal riff of all time. It is. It is, yeah. It's unreal. But then it turns into kind of a weak song. But, I mean, like Randy Rhodes, his soloing is, is is fantastic. Revelation. Fucking stupid, stupid good. But, like I said, I never realized how, how much of a, of a dick Ozzy was. Like, Ozzy led these guys to believe, like, they were a band. They were a band. And, the like, I guess the, the single for Crazy Train had, like, Blizzard of Oz as the band name with Ozzy mm-hmm. Osbourne in small print. So the band thought that they were going to be named Blizzard of Oz. That was the band name. Oh. And Ozzy Osbourne was going to be just in small print. That way to catch the attention of people that were still reeling from Black Sabbath. Yeah. Well, it turns out that like Ozzy kind of like went to management and then everybody else and said, no, that's not what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. And then didn't tell anybody. And then it became like Ozzy Osbourne and his album, Blizzard of Oz. Or like, in all fuck? fairness, in all fairness, it was, it was Sharon and her father. They were the ones that were. She claims it. She claims, she, cl- she claims a bunch of shit, but 
then if you just, I don't know, like, because that was a, a part of it too. She claims, because they redid this album. They redid this album with uh, Trujillo on bass. And th- Wait, when? Uh, like 2000 something, like early 2000s, I think. Really? Okay, I didn't know that. And it, I, I, I knew Ozzy was in his band. I mean, I knew he was in Ozzy's band back then before Metallica, but I didn't know that they re-recorded it. Yeah, they redid it, and then supposedly it was either. I, I think it was Sharon who who said that she was responsible, or Ozzy said Sharon was responsible, and she said no, I was not responsible for the reissue thing. It was like the early two thousands, but like that's just that's just stupid. But then, yeah. like after everybody left the band or got kicked out of the band or wasn't in the band anymore, besides Randy Rhodes, and because he was so young. And he just, he, like, he had no name for himself at this point. He's in his early 20s when he joins Ozzy. And he doesn't, like, he's not going to stand up to Ozzy. Like, who's a like, 20-year-old's going to stand up to Ozzy? If Ozzy tells you to do something, you fucking do it. The Prince of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. but, like, he's well-established. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, Randy Rhodes? And right, another yeah, thing, yeah. too, like, Randy Rhodes' uh, audition for Ozzy was, Ozzy came out drunk as fuck, obviously. Of course, yeah. And and Randy Rhodes essentially plugs in and just starts like doing some like warm ups. And Ozzy's like, "Yo, that's it stood, it's like stands up, and that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. You're hired." And 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 Rhodes is just like, "Uh, I haven't even started yet. <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just warming up." And that's <laughs> that's like, so that cool. That was it. But yeah, man, like Randy I mean, Rhodes is so fucking good. Out. He is such he, a, he is fucking amazing. He's a, like I don't I don't particularly like his tone all that much. But I think as a guitar player, he's absolutely fantastic. For sure, like one of the greats. Yeah, but his guitar tone's a little, a little, a little weak. I do like how he kind of churches up uh, when when he used to play Sabbath songs. He churched them up a little bit. I mean, they were very winky, but they were still done really cool. Like, I don't know. He he just had a cool style, cool swag. I guess you could say when he when he played guitar and he played Sabbath songs, it was fucking really cool. Yeah, super rad. It's a good album. It's a good album. I like it. I enjoy it. There's some seriously stupid songs on here, but um, overall, it's a good album. All right, good. I'm glad. Are, yeah. are you going to add it to the to the to do list? Uh, I don't. Know if, I don't want to do that one yet. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's that good yet, but you're an Aussie man now, so I mean, I thought it's a good uh, yeah, but okay. definitely not an Aussie man. Still, like one of my least favorite parts of the band. Yeah, you I, bought his fucking. Actually, he is my <laughs> least favorite part of the band. So annoying. It's, what are you talking about? It's classic. You're so annoying still. Dude, I've been anyway. listening to the song Crazy Train since I was like 14 years old, 13 years well, old, yeah, consistently. But like I learned on a guitar like when I was 14 years old and I've still listened to that song to this day. And I still listen to the song like week after week just because I well, love that song. You should have just bought the single, not the full record. If I saw this thing, I would have bought it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but then the single is probably $40 and I might as well buy the album yeah, for 15 Probably, I've actually looked for it before too. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's it. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's all I. Uh, that's all I got there. And Except that, for um, your pick of the week. Yeah, that leads me to pick of the week, and uh, I bought a bunch of reggae from local spot Grace Records the other day, like five reggae albums, because reggae is almost non-existent in Arizona, just completely non-existent. And when you see reggae, you gotta you gotta pick it up out here because it's probably never gonna happen again. And I guess some lady. This is this is all from some lady's like um, collection, and she moved from New York over here. Because I asked him, I said, "There's no way this lady's from fucking Arizona. No way." Because <laughs> it was like 200 reggae albums, and he said she's coming back again with more because she's moving from New York to Arizona, and she's coming back more next week with more reggae albums that he's going to go through and post Jesus. online. And so I was fucking super excited. And I got some dude. I got some heavy hitters that I've I've been looking for, and uh, this one in particular, my pick of the week like this is this has been like my favorite reggae song for a long time and i played it for you multiple times i'm sure you have yeah and last time i played it for you we were going to we were going to desi's we we're going to all those and i remember like we were driving i specifically told you to listen to the way he, he says he enunciates one word because i loved it so much and you're like oh it's pretty good and every single time I play it for you, you always say, "Oh, it's pretty good." <laughs> but but yeah, I got I got I got Max 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 Romeo Romeo um, his fourth <laughs> album, I think, third or fourth album. Mm. It's called the War in a Ina War in a Babylon, and this was um, this was produced by by Lee Perry Lee Scratch Perry, and had the Upsetters okay. as the backing band, and this was at a time when when like the Upsetters and Lee Perry were just pumping out just like incredible records in, in like the mid to late 70s 
just yeah standards in reggae and dub and and this album in particular this guy some of these some of these songs are a little goofy but overall this is very reggae and you can definitely hear like the dub influence from lee perry and this song chase the devil is so goddamn good it's so unbelievably good and there's all these cool like uh remixes by lee perry he does a straight like disco dub of this a remix Mm -hmm. and it's so goddamn good but this is this is like my favorite reggae song this is so good this is amazing you ready to play it play it all right here it is uh chase the devil from uh max romeo son of the morning i'm gonna chase you out of earth Chase the Devil, the Iron Shirt from Max Romeo. Good reggae, man. It's really good reggae. It's it's unbelievably good. It's fantastic. (laughs) How did you How did you come across this guy prior to the record? I came across him when we did the uh, Rolling Stones album. When we did um, the fuck did we do? Honor Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did that album, and because uh, because they had their their label, and then remember it was either Keith Richards or Mick Jagger had a house in Jamaica, and like Peter Tosh would yeah. stay at the house, and then I noticed oh, on right. some of their like some of their later albums from the Stones, like their '80s albums, either like Tattoo You or Emotional Rescue, like the backup singers were like Jamaicans, like Jamaican people, and I just like oh, just looking through the people that I'd never heard of. And Max Romeo was one of the people that that uh, was a backup singer on one of those albums, and it just I don't know. And then I and then like on Spotify, you always have like the weekly playlists. And then I yeah. was doing reggae like a lot when I kind of like around the time of when we did that album. And then just it just so happened that the song popped up on a weekly Spotify playlist, and as soon as it hit with those just heavy guitars, I was like, oh wow, this is really cool. This is good reggae with. Like you can tell, like whoever is is helping with this does like dub music because it has that feel to it. It has that kind of low end feel to it. Yeah, and, yeah, definitely. And that's that's how I that's how I stumbled on it. Even the like like you were saying with the guitar too, it hits a whole lot heavier than like a Bob Marley or even Peter Tosh. Mm-hmm. Like the the guitars are always buried really deep in the mix, and it's always about the vocals and shit. But no, yeah. the, the guitar is really like he's hitting that fuck. He's hitting those notes really hard. Yeah, it's fucking good. It's it's so freaking off. good, and this is this is an album too that's been on my want list for a while, like a while, while, and I just it's always so expensive. And uh, did you one, pay? Did you pay a lot less than what it's going for on Discogs? Uh, my copy is worth less. Well, I paid less than what it's going for on Discogs. Yeah, but I still paid a lot, a lot for it. Oof. I thought I, I mean it was only forty five bucks, but 
I mean, honestly, and if it's something that you've wanted for so long, how can you pass it up? Oh, Especially dude. seeing it in the wild. I I cannot. When he was when he was flipping through at Grace, and I saw that, I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Did you Did you gasp? Did you go, "Oh, holy fuck!" I I wasn't quite like on your level of the corn album, but I was definitely, <laughs> I was de- I was definitely like, holy shit. And I knew no one was gonna buy it. Nobody fucking listens to reggae out here, unless it's Bob Marley. And yeah. all, all like the big Bob Marley albums that he put out were all gone. So I bet I got my Bob Marley that I wanted. But everything else was, was gone. But all like the, all the good reggae was left. Like all the Tosh was left. This was left. The Heptones were left. It's fucking cucks out here. Really, it's a shame. I mean, it's good for you, but it's oh, yeah. a shame I that nobody up. that nobody fucking takes advantage of that or or understands it. Like Bob Marley's fucking great. Yeah. But damn, there's there's a lot of better stuff out there than He's Marley, just, especially when it, you get into yeah. the dub stuff. Like you start incorporating more dub into it. Oh my god. So good, it's, I love it's, dub music. He's such a good, he's a good middle ground. He he's a good like like gateway drug into the oh, yeah. wider wider world of just even ska and rock steady and, and reggae and just dub and everything. Like Bob Marley's fine. You like Bob Marley, then that's good. He's he's pop music reggae. And it's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. He has a lot of just unreal songs. Mm-hmm. But there's 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 other there's other genres too that 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 take like. Reggae wasn't even like the first Jamaican big genre. Like ska came before reggae, and there's many ska bands before any reggae bands. Mm-hmm. So it's you know I don't know. It's fine. Uh, if anybody listening out there, even you, Jeff, like you should go follow it on the on the Asinine Radio um, page on Instagram. There's a guy who I I met at my last job, and uh, he owns a company. He owns a record label called Angel City Records, and he puts on like shows and stuff, and and he's a promoter as well. Uh, but he uh, he he sells a lot of vinyl, like forty fives, of like some kind of obscure ska music from the sixties and seventies, and and just all kinds of rad stuff. Like go check him out; he's a super cool guy, and he he posts a lot of good, a lot of really cool stuff, and he sells a lot of cool stuff. So Angel is City it, Records, get into is that. It, is this the guy that you met, and then he talked about vinyl, and he gave you? Yeah, he gave me that forty five. Yeah, some like weird pressing or something. Yeah, it was a test pressing of I forgot the band's name right now. No, it wasn't yeah. a forty five, it was it was a twelve inch. I'm, but it was a twelve inch. It was a full it was a full length. It was something really cool. It was fucking really rad. It was it was a Japanese ska band from the eighties. Oh. Yeah, it was so it's good. fucking rad. I can't remember the name of it right now, but so good. yeah, I know it's super rad. And it's like some weird test pressing. And even I asked him, I said, This is a test pressing, you sure you want to give it to me? And he's like, dude, I got like three more copies. It's cool. Just take it. Damn, so what like, a what a life. Yeah, Dude, he's he's super. He's so fucking nice. He he didn't buy from me, but just like hanging out with him and talking music with him, it was just super rad. So, mm. Angel City Records, check them out. They put on a lot of like local ska and reggae shows here in Southern California, more particularly L.A. So get into that. Um, yeah, go follow him, Jeff. You should maybe you should I will. Go do that. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Go do it. I All right. What to do? So is that all you got for your your weekly pick? Yeah, I just I, I dude, my backlog went from like I had like three things left. Now again, I have like twenty things left. <laughs> but you got your second listen through, so they're still yeah. backlogged. I I haven't even finished my first listen through. Like all, all besides this stuff, I haven't listened to any of the reggae stuff, or except the Peter Tosh one. On my first le- legalize it, my first listen through. The one that you're not giving to me. That's fine. I mean, if you, I, I did say you could have it. I don't want to start this war again because you took the it from me because I took this from you. I don't want this to go back and forth. So I said, if you want it, you can have it because I said that. But what, but what, what was the condition really again? Was, oh, because, well, initially it was, it was, um, the fuck it was. If it wasn't expensive, I was going to take Peter Tosh, but I'll get you equal rights by Peter Tosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Then I, I realized that the, my records were going to cost more than I thought. And so I was like, oh, I'm not going to take Peter Tosh, legalize it. And then you didn't text me back in time. So I bought it regardless. And I let you essentially choose the option. I would like to have it. But if you really want it, you should keep it. It's a good record. It's a fucking great record. Really good. Good, record. good stuff. But you should be going to Grace in the next couple of days to give me that Equal Rights album, if they have it still. And then also now Alkaline Trio. If I get you equal rights, and you're, you're definitely not getting legalize it. <laughs> but equal <laughs> rights is really, really good. Honestly, equal I know it is. is really I fucking good. love legalize it. It's and, fucking great. And I remember the copy that was there is a promo copy. Oof. Yeah. It was only 15 bucks. 
Dude, what the fuck? The fuck? I know, it's silly. <laughs> Straight silly. And I asked dude. him, I asked him too, I said, all that, all, all the reggae stuff, because there was a bunch of like reggae comps too that I wanted to buy, but I was already spending way too much money. And I said, hey, like, did anybody come here for the reggae? He's like, no, you're the only person. Like some people bought a couple of the Bob Marley's, but everything else is untouched. I said, what the fuck, man? I, said, I don't know. He said, these white people out here, they don't fucking like reggae. <laughs> okay, it's annoying. Oh, man. I wish like it was all like the, that here. All like the old money people that are out here that have records they're trying to get rid of, it's all it's it's all like Lawrence Welk. It's all big band. It's all stuff that they've been holding yeah, on yeah. to that's worthless. All this Reader's Digest box sets that are just absolutely fucking oh, worthless. The worst. <laughs> I can't even I can't even sell those anymore on OfferUp because if I put one of those box sets in a crate, people recognize yeah. what it is and like, you know what, nah. The rest of it is probably <laughs> like that. So I can't. So I have just like a crate full of just box sets that I can't. I, I have to give them away, and even then, people don't want them. <laughs> That's so sad. Pathetic. Yeah, it really is. All right. So moving on to what I got, I don't have a lot either. I didn't listen to a lot of my backlog. I don't really don't have that much backlog left. I think I have four records. Yeah, four records left in my backlog, which I've been putting off for like two months now. Seriously, two months. They've just been sitting there. Um, so let's start out with uh, with Endless Summer. I got the original soundtrack <laughs> uh, last week, and uh, we'll talk about it later because that's what we're doing on the main pod. But mm-hmm. I got it, and we'll talk about that further. That got one for you too. And uh, that same day, I picked up uh, Every Time I Die's eighth album called Low Teens. This one came out in September of 2016. And uh, you and I actually, uh, we did this record on the podcast yeah. very, very early on, like maybe episode 40, maybe something like that. So very, very old, not even around anymore. The episode's not posted anymore, but this is a killer fucking record. I mean, honestly, they've never put out a bad record and this is a fucking solid one. Eight albums in and they're they're killing it. It's unbelievable. Just it's true. Through and through a solid band. But... So I picked that one up, and what's cool about every time I die, their records are always like under twenty bucks, like maybe twenty one or twenty two dollars, but they're always very cheap. So it's a win for me, and my every time I die collection is growing. How many do you have now? Three. I have four. I have this radical. Uh, what else do I have? <laughs> I can't even remember what else I have right now. I got four though. I got four. Oh yeah. And uh, the same day. I, I was at port. I got all these at Port of Sound. All of these except my 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 pick of the week. I got it from Port of Sound, uh, and this one is Slipknot. Slipknot. They're technically their first record. Uh, came out in June 1999. This is a repress. Uh, it's on this really cool lemon color vinyl. It looks fucking rad. And I only bought this because it was advertised as the deluxe version. So having the extra like four or five songs, but it was not. It's just the standard edition. So and we dumb. got ripped off. We got ripped off. Truly. Yeah. But whatever. I, I'm going to sell my old copy because that's going still going for quite a bit of money. So I'll sell my. Nobody's biting. <laughs> what? I listed mine for 60 bucks. No one's bit yet. Nothing yet? Oh, Nothing. Shit. I mean, we paid like 20 bucks for it nah. a couple of years ago. So that's like the 2017 pressing of it. But whatever. I'll sell it eventually. It'll, it'll eventually sell. So yeah, I mean, if you don't know the Slipknot record, Slipknot, Slipknot, it's it's perfect. It's one of the heavy, it's one of the heaviest records I think out there. I mean, you can even argue, oh, death metal's heavier this and that, but it doesn't have that that aggression, that hatred, the just the the wildness that this record has. It's, this record's fucking insane. The Slipknot roll, man. I'm telling you, I I I. I listen to a lot of death metal now because I have to because someone plays it in the house all the time, <laughs> and it's heavy for sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's not but good. It's boring heavy. Yeah, it's not good. It's boring heavy. It's, it's it's the equivalent of like trance music. It's just the same fucking thing over and over and over and over. But I can listen to the Slipknot roll when they when they swell in like that when everything drops and it rolls along. Like yeah, that's that's unmatched. Unmatched. I know. I know. This record's unbelievable. Fucking unbelievable. We. We've only ever done Iowa, right? I don't I remember doing Iowa. I mean, I know we we've did, done one of them because we ranked the albums. And there's no reason why we would have ranked them if we didn't do one. But I don't remember doing. I don't remember doing anything. We did. I know we did Iowa with Justin 
We did Iowa with Justin in in the old format, but in the new format, I don't think we've ever done Slipknot. I'll have to double check, but anyway, yeah, pick that one up. I I think it's still pretty readily available this uh, this particular pressing. So get into it, and they're actually repressing Iowa, so that comes out next week. And then oh the week God. after that, we got uh, Volume Three. So fingers crossed, we also get All Hope Is Gone because I need that record. I need that record <laughs> real bad. So. That is my, uh, that, that, that's, that's pretty much all I got this week, except it, until my pick of the week or the record that my pick of the week is on. I picked this one up from, um, from Amazon, picked up a couple records from, from Amazon, and one of them is still shipping. It's still on its way over here from England, from jolly old England, from merry old England. <laughs> uh, but this one came from locally, and uh, it's the band 18 Visions. I've talked about them on the podcast a few times over the years. Uh, they're they're local, so local that a couple of the guys went to my to, went to our high school, and uh, they were part of like the early early metal core of the scene, back in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, up there with like a Treyu and and everything like that. The guitarist songwriter for 18 Visions at this time is the singer for Bleeding Through. Like they're all these bands are like incestuous. They're all connected in a weird way, and uh, yeah, I picked up this. Um, this 18 visions record it's their second record from august 2000 it's very raw sounding but i i figured you would kind of get a kick out of it because this is like the epitome of our high school like metal experience like all the bands that were like all the heavy bands that came from our high school that were our friends sounded similar to this oh yeah from like the opening (laughs) the 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 movie quote opening to just yeah i mean I I liked this. I appreciated it. It brought me back, but um, I mean, it's very it's very basic. It's very very <laughs> amateur. But it was fun. It, it was actually really fun. It's it's a ton of fun, and I think there's a might be a couple copies left on Amazon, but uh, I think they only pressed like a thousand of these a year or two ago, and it's like on a really cool like s- clear splatter variant. Uh, there's like this this cool a bunch of like artwork, not artwork, but a bunch of pictures from the scene back then, and it's like straight up out of like we had friends that looked exactly like this. Oh yeah. It's just, it, it was just like such a, I mean, I sent you a couple of pictures, but it's just, it was such a, like a weird throwback that, and nostalgia thing I never expected to, to kind of feel, but yeah. So th- this is what it was like going to our high school um, in the early 2000s. So here's a, the song champagne and sleeping pills from 18 visions. Wendy. Darling light of my life gonna hurt you you didn't let me finish my sentence i said i'm not gonna hurt you i'm just gonna bash your brains in There you go. 
Champagne and Sleeping Pills. What a title. From the band 18 Visions. Dude, it's so, it's so, like, raw and so stupid sounding. I love it. I feel like it's very, it's very regional to either you were in the scene because you like the music or you were in the scene like me just because you were in the scene. Like it's just, it, it <laughs> yeah. was around me. Whether or not I liked it or, or not, I just, it was, every creative impulse, there was at least two of these bands. All, all the all the concerts that our school used to hold, at lunch, there was always like a band playing like this. So we've seen yeah, so definitely. many bands that sound like this <laughs> at Chain Reaction, at the Glass House. So it's um, it, it's definitely nostalgic for sure. I, I thought about getting it, but I honestly don't. I don't. I don't know how often I had to go back to this. Um, Makes sense. Besides the nostalgic part. But man, dude, the, the nostalgia hits for me at least. It hits so hard. I mean, like like you were saying at and at our school itself, these kind of bands playing concerts there, or shows there, chain reaction, going to warehouse parties with my cousin, all fucking night. You'd have bands like this play. There'd be like ten bands playing at some random warehouse in Placentia and they would play all fucking night. It was like this huge fucking, with these huge warehouse parties my cousin would take me to. And just, I just have so many crazy wild memories from those, from that fucking time. It was, you, it was nuts. Do you remember when Friend of the Pod So was, was kind of in a hardcore band and then you went yeah. to, we went to that party and the band was playing in the backyard and So was like there singing with them on stage and we all thought like he was joking when he said he's in a band. And then oh, he was actually I I, on stage. Wait. And like the other singer was in this ridiculously long white t-shirt that went like down past his knees. And it was it sounds just, really familiar. It was so loud and it was so bad, but it was so damn fun. <laughs> it does sound very familiar. I think I was there. Because so invited us to the party and, and we, we went and he kept saying that he's going to be playing. We're like, there's no way. There's just no way. Yeah. <laughs> And like, sure enough, like he's up there. Like, I don't think he was playing guitar. He was just singing or screaming. Yeah. <laughs> or what everybody thought was screaming at the time. But it was, uh, yeah. That, that, it was a, it was a wild me scene. Of that. Th- this song reminded me of that. Just I can see that. Can just see bad. That. Honestly, just bad. But <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. They. I Honestly, though, 18 Visions, their, their next record, Vanity, that came out, that record is leaps and bounds better sonically, musically, it's much, much better than this. But I pretty much just got this because it reminds me so much of growing up in the scene. Because I listened to this record a lot too. But Vanity was the one that that I just, I fucking, I love that record. That 18 Visions record is so good. But yeah, this is just straight up out of, you know, 15-year-old kids getting into metal music, hardcore music. So, and then so this good. band 18 Visions, they came up with the 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 musical or the the genre called fashion core that was like another thing it was like an offshoot of metal core it was where everybody dressed kind of like at the time we all called it metrosexual so all the guys in the band dressed metrosexual and but their music was heavy like this and it was called fashion core and that's what 18 visions started they started that that genre <laughs> stupid really fucking stupid but it's all stupid <laughs> yeah it's all it's, very stupid it's all stupid I feel really stupid just even talking about it, but when you're when you're 14, 15 years old, it's like, well, I've never seen anything like this. this. is so fucking cool. It sounds so cool, but it's really not. It's really stupid. It's bad. Yeah, <laughs> love it though. Fucking love it. All right, so that's all I got for the vinyls and uh, that trip down memory lane. So, do you do you still have what? records that I gave you long time ago that you still haven't listened to? Because I feel like there was there yes. was there was another album. That I've been waiting for you to talk about. You've not, you've still not said yet. I have. I, there's one. There's one. What is yeah, it? There's one. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Is it the Nitty like, Gritty Dirt Band? No, I listened to that one. It was terrible. Oh my! F- I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that. That's in my purge pile. Uh, same with the Marshall Tucker Band. I, I didn't. I just. I could. I, I gave you Marshall Tucker. I didn't give you Marshall yeah. Tucker. Yeah, you no. did. Yes, I you gave did. you Poco. I didn't give you Marshall Tucker though. You gave me. You gave me Poco. You gave me Marshall Tucker. You gave me Nitty Gritty Band. I didn't like any of it. But then there's, gave, there's one called like Cold Something. I think it's Cold Something. Cold. Oh, the band Cold Blood. Yeah, that's it was like a yeah. red cover with like the, the logos like ice. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Like that. like psychedelic funk rock. It's fantastic. I mean, I'll listen to it. I just haven't got around to it yet. If I gave you Marshall Tucker, it, it was as a joke long time ago because Slo- friend of the pod Sloan likes the band. I think they're terrible. 
if I gave that to you, it's because I don't like them at all. Well, but yeah. that Poco album I thought I, was pretty good. Just good southern rock. It was solid. Yeah, it was fine. I, I I just thought I would never. I just knew I would never go back to it. So that's why I purged it. It wasn't that's, bad by any means. That's fair. It, it's probably gonna get purged on my collection once my bins fill up. So that's fair. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, for the so, record, for the record, mm-hmm. I have zero Marshall Tucker band in my collection because I just don't. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. All right. Okay. That's good. You shouldn't care about that band. Good. I don't. All right. So that that's all we got for the vinyl. Uh, some some new music that was released this week. Uh, Rumstein put out a new record. I don't know if you listened to it yet. I told you to listen to it, but you probably didn't listen, right? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, they put out a new one called Zeit. And uh, it has some misses, has some duds, but you know, it has some really cool moments. Really, just moments that you would expect to hear from the band. It's good. It's just, it's just solid, solid music from this band. It's good stuff. You buy on the vinyls? No, unless it was like twenty five bucks. But yeah. knowing this band, it's going to be like at least forty five, fifty bucks. You buy because they put a lot of dollars. Sh- I buy it for twenty five. But their records never go that cheap. Even even um, the one that I do have, that one was like forty bucks. Oh, the Duhas so. record. Yeah, was it, was it Sensucht? Sensucht. Sensucht. Yeah, well, however you know. pronounce it. We don't speak German. We don't speak Ramstein. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, th- this record's pretty solid. Get into it. The videos are are pretty wild too. So go watch those as well. And uh, what else we got here? We got Third Eye Blind. Did you listen to this? Oh no, song. Okay, song wise, we have songs that came out this week. Where uh, are we going? Let, let's just go. Let's go. Start with Third Eye Blind. I already said it. Okay. They put out a new song called New Girl. Did you listen to this? Yeah. I really like this song. Yeah, it was fantastic. It, it was, was really fucking good, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't think I've listened to all of Third Eye Blind's music, but this is like the most punk I've I've heard them maybe ever. And yeah, it was it was really good. It was aggressive and it was fun and it was exciting. And Stephen Jenkins sounded like he was having a good time. He did. I mean, his voice. It's it's amazing how his voice still sounds the same <laughs> I know. after what twenty five years. He's an asshole. It's unbelievable. His voice is is perfect. And yeah, the, the, it was it was like a good fun kind of punk song, not like hardcore punk. It was more like Ramones core or some shit like that. It was good. It was really fucking good. Yeah, I liked it. Do you want to play it or? Eh, I don't really care. Okay, we won't play it because you hate playing songs. Uh, the next thing here is <laughs> Regina Spector. Uh, she put out <clears throat> she put out a song called "Up the Mountain." <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because my voice, yeah. fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> my voice like completely went out. Uh, yeah, she put out a new song called "Up the Mountain," and you hated this, right? I didn't hate it. I just, dude, I was just like, come on, Regina. You play I mean, the piano she extremely well. You you sing extremely well. Like, this song just isn't showcasing, like, any of your actual talents. It's it's almost just, like, like pandering to, to what she thinks is supposed to, or music is supposed to be like nowadays. And, I don't know. Be, be better than that. I mean, it's definitely more electronic than I've heard her. And, but it's still really good. I still I still dig it. I, I would buy. I would pretty much get any record of hers on vinyl, like one hundred percent, anything of hers on vinyl. Like I'm in this real real Regina Spector mood. Over I know. The last I was. Week. I was. I, there's no. I couldn't find a pre order link for this besides the CD. But um, I don't know. Based off this one song, I'm glad that I probably didn't. But I know. I, I know the whole album is not going to be like this because she's just too diverse for that. Oh yeah. So if this is the the only song that sounds, I think the, the melody was still good, and her voice was still fantastic, and there's still some piano in there. It's just masked over this kind of like bootleg synthetic trap stuff that's just kind of dumb. <laughs> it's a little cheesy, but it's still solid. And I I don't know if you kind of been have been reading up on anything, but her first two records, uh, they've never been pressed on vinyl, and they're currently not on any streaming platforms. So yeah, she wants you to buy her fucking box set. Well, apparently, well, they've never been pressed. And the, the rumor is that the reason why they're, they're doing this is because she's like, re, she's reworked all the rights to those albums and she's going to re-release them for the 20th anniversary of those particular records. 
Oh, there's like pre-orders up already for there's like a, oh, a there? box set, like a three a three thing box set, and it's like over like a hundred and something dollars for just those two records. There's three records in there, but I think it's two records. It's the I don't know whatever they're called, like eleven eleven or something. Yeah, whatever the fuck her first ones. I think it's all eleven eleven and then eleven eleven. Yeah, it's her first two albums and then something else too. But it's like over a hundred dollars. Yeah, for but then that. but it's expensive because it comes with like a hat and like a mug, and oh. a shirt. Or, yeah, or, or a car or a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Her first record, 1111, and then the second one is Songs. Just called Songs. Yeah, which I would buy, like, even if, they, if even if those two alone were just like a $50 pre order for vinyl, I'd still buy them. But I'm not spending over $100 just so I can get, I don't know, fluff or a chair. But if it was a shirt, you would do it. Just a shirt, I would do it. <laughs> just a shirt i would do it because that's fine I, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap the i mean this weird i like i never i never bought shirts when we went to shows i just never did yeah. i never wore band shirts i just always thought it was stupid dumb and i really never even bought like like team shirts except for soccer jerseys like i i, I have i have an angels jersey because i took it from ryan's brother <laughs> <laughs> long time ago oh, wow i took a I took a legit shirt or a jersey from ryan's brother and then um <laughs> so i have i have an angel's jersey but otherwise it was always just like soccer stuff but i just i just never i never bought band shirts like ever but now like i'm i'm in kind of this mood that i want to buy i don't mind like wearing band shirts and stuff and i've been buying wow. like a lot of weird shirts i don't know are you like 14 now yeah you're, i guess you're, so. fin- you're finally going through that phase <laughs> i'm looking when up- i have when i have like 100 band shirts like in a tub somewhere so I'm I'm looking I'm looking up just right now the the box set it doesn't come with shirts and and mugs and books and ties and stuff but it's $130 for two records the her first two her first two albums it looks like and then another wait what the fuck is this no it's just her first album plus like demos and stuff from the first album that era. Oh. And then this lyric booklet that just features like liner notes, flyers, doodles, photos, and all these other arts stuffs from her. So essentially you're paying $130 for one record. Well, you you did buy Pinkerton Deluxe. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that, that out true. there. You did. That was a lot of songs though. I mean, th- this could have a lot of songs too. Yeah, I paid. And she, uh, and she and she's pretty prolific as well. I paid one twenty for my Pinkerton Deluxe. Oof, it's pricey. I, I mean, pricey. That's a lot. Pricey that that is that is quite a lot for for listening to the Good Life six times on one <laughs> album. That's true. That's <laughs> the worst part. Oh, it's so annoying sometimes. You paid one twenty something for it too. Yeah, I think it was one twenty four. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It's worth it. But it, you know what? What's going to happen? They're going to release these box sets and give it, you know, six months. They'll release them individually. I mean, look at the Mars Volta. Nobody thought that they were going to release all those records separately. That's true. All the suckers who bought the box set. It's fucking idiots. But, I was looking at uh, tours uh, of Regina Spector because she she opens up for like other people usually, and it's always oh, like sad. oh like like solo performance by Regina Spector. And I was like, God damn, if she's ever in like the Phoenix area. I gotta go and just. Oh, I would totally go too. God damn, and that was leave whoever she's opening for, probably some <laughs> stupid country artist or something. I think yeah, I think I would only stay for Regina. That's all I care about. I would stay, and then she would, and then she would close with like, like twenty years of snow, and then oh. or like Apres Moy. She'd close oh. with and just fucking tear the house down, and then everybody will leave. Wow, in tears. <laughs> I would I would love to see her play twenty years of snow, like pulling off that. The the that vocals riff. on that, the just the because the the piano itself is so busy, and then her just like going all over the place vocally, that must be a tough song to play live. I wonder if she's ever played it live. Oh. She probably has. She's that she's, good. Yeah, she's that good. She's like fucking. Yeah. She's better than Beethoven. She taught Beethoven everything he knows. That's true. No, this is very true. Yeah. We we asked Beethoven about it a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, Beethoven's trash. Yeah, he is. He's fucking stupid. Rubbish, as they call him over gonna, there. I was gonna say something really mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. So, we, we good with Regina? We good yeah, I'm good with Regina there. Uh, all right. So the last thing we have, uh, new song wise, is a band called Fucking Whatever. 
Uh, they put out a new song called Houdini, and this band includes Anthony Green from Circus Survive, Seosin, uh, then Adam Lazara, the singer from Taking Back Sunday, and John Nolan, the guitarist singer from Taking Back Sunday. This is kind of their their new project, and the song was fucking disappointing. So much potential, <laughs> but they just blew it. They fucking blew it. Usually, when I listen to a, a new song, like as a as it goes onto Spotify, I'll immediately just like Google it if I don't know who it is, and it's like, oh damn, dude, we got like. This is this is all the people that you said, but it's supposed to be this psychedelic, ethereal thing. So I say, okay. Yes. So I'm thinking like, Juturna mixed with like kind of the intensity of of some Taking Back Sunday stuff, and yeah. it was nothing of any of it. It was slow and and not even dramatic. It was just slow and, and dumb. This yeah, was boring. not even like disappointing. This was this was horrible. This was bad. <laughs> I know. This was the awful. amount of potential in this band. It's <laughs> insane. This is a complete waste of my time. This was this was bad. I know. So we're not going to play it. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, it's this a, is just silly boy talk. What a so dumb the, name too. What a stupid fucking name. I know. It's it's like it's like it's like a fifteen year old making a punk band or yeah. like you know starting a punk band. Stupid. Stupid. All right. So uh, yeah, the last thing here, just some news real quick. Uh, Wednesday thirteen, my boy. Wednesday thirteen. Uh, he's putting out a brand new solo record called Horrifier on October sixth. And uh, so get into that. We'll talk about that when it comes out, when the new songs come out. I'll be pre-ordering the vinyl, of course, because of course. he's my boy. Yeah, because why, why wouldn't I pre-order the vinyl without listening to the music? Even though all oh, the please, you've done that. Out bad. You've, you've fucking done that before. You've done that. So don't yeah, even, but I don't only do it to artists that, that are put out like good music. I don't, I don't do it with artists that put out like mediocre bad music. Well, that's very wrong and very Silly stupid. Silly boy music. Well, it's not. It's island it's boy just music. Straight up punk. <laughs> it's wait. What'd you say? I island boy music. <laughs> oh, dude, shut up. Get the fuck out of here with your island boy. Um. All right. So yeah, that's all I got. Uh, you got anything else? That's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. You know the drill. Give us five stars. Keep listening to all your friends and family, and uh, stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the endless summer soundtrack. And uh, that's it. That's all. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Wednesday 13. Mm-hmm.